This is the Bride Chilla Podcast. It used to be called the Save the Date Wedding Podcast. Same host, better jokes, new name. Enjoy the show. I'm going to be honest with you, there are not many podcasts, well, besides the big ones, that hit the 200th episode. And today is that very day on the Bride Chiller podcast. I'm Alicia, the host, your virtual bridesmaid, your Australian weirdo friend who talks to you about weddings twice a week, sometimes three times. I'm doing twice at the moment. And today's episode is, I was going to say sponsored, it sort of is sponsored. It is going out to, it is devoted to, it is dedicated to my beautiful bride chiller friend, Annie, who contacted very sneakily behind my back, might I add, uh, Jess, my VA, and found my home address. This is not creepy. This is amazing. And sent me this beautiful card with little macaroons on the front. I'm going to read you the card because Rich and I were just like, oh my gosh, what amazing people. Alicia, congratulations on your 200th episode of the podcast. I wanted to do something special for the occasion and thought that sending you a card would be a wonderful way to let you know how appreciated you are. I had asked Jess to help me figure out where to send the card, so please thank her again for me. Thank you, Jess. I couldn't find a coffee card, which would have been perfect since you just asked us to send you coffee funds. God, I love coffee so much. But I hope you like macaroons just as much. I do. I adore macaroons. They're very difficult to make, but I like to put them in my mouth. I also wanted to send you a donation for all your hard work that you've done. $200 for 200 episodes. Can I just stop and go, OMGs, the generosity is cray. I feel so lucky to have you by my side with your supportive and encouraging podcast. It helps me be more confident to step away from tradition and comfortable with choosing items and activities that have meaning to us. Smiley face. Congrats again on the 200th episode and the new branding of Bride Chiller. Like seriously, I could have cried. It really means a lot to me, your support. And I say that with 100% of my heart. It is really crazy to think that, and sometimes Rich has to stop me and go, do you realize what you're doing? And not, that sounded bad. But I sit here and I talk and I get lovely voice messages, which actually, you know, is every time I get a voice message, I listen and I think about your issues and problems and comments. And it really does feel sort of weird and wonderful that I have all these people all over the world listening to what I have to say. And I know that sounds silly because that's my job. But it's not my job. I go to work every day and I sit at my desk and I do all my stuff and I think about you guys and I think about your wedding problems on someone else's time. And uh, I just didn't ever think the first time I logged on and started doing this that this would sort of explode and become this show, but also that I would meet all these wonderful people and get letters like that. So I wanted to say thank you, Annie. And actually, I have a voicemail from Annie. Which I will share for for you, see, she's always very professional, Alicia, which I will share for you later in the show. The theme of today's episode is a bit of a double barrel doozy. The first thing is, I have a massive giveaway to celebrate this week, my 200th episode. I am giving you the chance to win some cray-cray amay-may prizes. And this comes from uh, some friends that I have been working with that I connected with after I produced the episode 
all about how to make your wedding more eco-friendly, how not to buy all this extra shit you don't need, and how to find a way to be more positive towards the environment and also your bank balance. That is a collaborative effort. It's the shared economy, and it was a very successful episode. And actually, if you'd like to go back and listen, it is I feel like this was yesterday. It was actually episode number 83. Anyway, I started talking to a wonderful group of vendors who are all about renting and borrowing items for your big day. I'm a great believer if you're only going to use something once, if you have no need for it in the future, then why would you spend a huge amount of money if you could borrow it for that period of time and then return it for someone else to use? Now, this is a relatively new idea for a lot of people, although the companies I'm going to share with you today are people that have been around for a while. These are established, reputable companies who are doing amazing things and who have access to some amazing stuff. Stuff doesn't even do it justice. That word stuff is is not even in the vocab of how amazing some of the items and attire items that they have in stock and that you can borrow. Now, when it comes to your wedding dress, you might be thinking, I don't know about borrowing something. I don't really know if that's my scene. And I wanted to really sort of break this down and talk with you today a little bit about your hesitations, but also a bit about my feelings towards this, because I know in Australia, if these companies had been around when we were getting hitched, I 100% would have rented my dress, my wedding dress. As I've said, it didn't cost me a lot of money, although I did buy two wedding dresses because the first one I bought from uh, David's Bridal, would you believe, when I was on a holiday. Actually, it wasn't a holiday. I tell a lie. I was in the States doing a press junket for Microsoft and they flew my producer and I when I was doing TV in Australia over to New York for three days. That is a 21-hour flight. Um, So I was slightly delirious. But we had about 35 seconds up our sleeve to go and spend on our own not working. And I went to David's Bridal and in my jet lag delirium, bought a really nice dress. I purchased a lovely dress. But when I got it home, I just could not make it work. It was beautiful. It had pockets. Gosh, I'm obsessed with pockets. But it also just just didn't work for me. And so three weeks before the wedding, I called my dear friend Julia and we went shopping. And I purchased my dress off the rack. However, saying that, if I could have rented this dress, I would have done that in a second because the wedding dress is still hanging in my closet. I brought it to London. I took it all the way across the world because it's not a conventional like puffy wedding dress. It's a dress that you could wear to dinner, but it's white. And I'm terrible with white things because they get fucked up in about three seconds. So I thought, look, I'll bring the dress to the UK and I'll have it dyed. Have I had that dyed? No, I haven't. And maybe today this will give me a bit of an impetus to actually do it and wear it during winter. Make it black, make it gorgeous. It's a really good dress. But saying that, if I could have picked it up a week before, worn it on the day and returned it for another bride to wear, I would have been delighted with that. Because I really struggle with this idea that people purchase a dress often worth thousands of dollars. And BTW, this isn't about me having a go at how much you're spending on a wedding dress. I have no judgment call on the cost of wedding dresses and what you want to spend. This is absolutely your prerogative. It's your business. But saying that, if you could get the dress you wanted and uh, 
pay, gosh, a quarter of the price and then return it and not have to ever worry about it again. I think it's a good deal. But it really, I struggle to think about some women who then hang the dress up for bloody 50 years with the idea that their daughter, they may never have or may never want to get married or maybe in the future we'll be wearing spacesuits when we get married or we'll all have holographic wedding dresses. But the idea that you're going to keep this wedding dress for potentially a person that doesn't exist yet to wear, I find a little crazy when you could either sell it on or, again, not even have it all together and and rent it and move on. I also like to ask women who are particularly enamored with keeping the wedding dress for their future daughters that don't exist saying, would you have worn, did you wear your mum's dress? Would you have worn your mum's dress? And a lot of the times the answer is, that, oh my God, as if I would, it was awful. Or it doesn't fit or it's fallen apart or she doesn't have it anymore. So I just wanted to plant that seed now with you. If you're thinking like that, I'm not dissing you. just want you to think about a different perspective. If you would like to enter the giveaway, I'm going to plug this a few times this episode because I really want you to get involved. The giveaway today for the 200th episode is pretty bloody exciting. It's valued at over $800. Actually, I think it's going to be closer to $1,000. We are giving away tuxedo rentals, wedding dress rentals, bridesmaids dress rentals, Bride Chiller and Groom Chiller t-shirts and also I am launching today a very exciting new venture and that is Bride Chiller one-on-one. If you have ever wanted to talk with me in person, to ask me a question, to sit down for an hour via the Skype or the telephone, I prefer the Skype, I'd like to see your face, you can see mine, and ask me anything, go through a coaching session Come up with solutions to issues, conundrums. Perhaps you would like to just talk me through a timeline. Maybe you want to show me your wedding dress. I am open to your needs and ready to receive. Probably sounded a little bit dodgy. If you want more information about what I am doing and to book a session, all you need to do is go to thebridechiller.com slash one-on-one. That's number one-on-one. I can't wait to bloody getting started. I'm very excited about this. This is a big step for me and I've been waiting to do this for a while. And now the time is right. And the time is right now to introduce you to Brittany. She is one of the vendors that is involved in this wonderful giveaway. And I actually asked a couple of the vendors to introduce themselves and uh, leave me a voice message to share some information about what they do, about their brudchilliness and I just wanted to get to know them, really, and I wanted to share that with you. So here's Brittany's wonderful voice message. Gosh, I really love her. I love her tone. I love her attitude. And as you will hear, we have quite a few things in common. Hey, Alicia. It's Brittany from Happily Ever Borrowed. Um, I hope all is well with you. I was laughing listening to your podcast because you were talking about how you were stuck in France. And uh, I know that we overlapped a little bit. I was in Paris for work a couple weeks ago and then was in Portugal for vacation. And I actually also almost got stuck um, with the French strike going on with Air France. Uh, So I was commiserating with you um, when you were telling your story uh, and was also laughing because I, like you, do not enjoy getting to the airport too early. And my boyfriend would much prefer to be there three hours earlier and to the point where we actually sometimes now take separate flights to the same place because we can't stand 
the differences in our travel schedules. So we actually had that for our, our trip home from Portugal. We had two separate flights and we did get there three hours in advance for him. Uh, and then ironically enough, my flight actually got out um, after his and his never took off because the AC broke and whole disaster. Uh, but anyway, I just thought it was so funny because we have such a similar stories um, and they were almost overlapped at the same time. So I'm glad that everyone is back safe um, where they need to be. I just have to say, if you don't know what Brittany's talking about, Rich and I got stuck in France a couple of weeks ago. And that doesn't, it sounds like, oh, Alicia, as if you care about being stuck in France. It was actually quite a pleasant stuck, but also quite annoying because it was an air traffic control strike and we couldn't get a plane out anywhere. And we both had to come back to work so as not to get sacked. If I was doing the podcast full time, then I'm my boss and I wouldn't sack myself. But at the time I was doing a contract for a TV company and they were not happy. I think this is a very interesting idea, taking two separate planes. Maybe Rich and I will end up doing that. We are actually talking about this in Significant Other, our um, other, Significant Other, our other podcast that we are presenting. Hope you're subscribing to that. We're really getting some lovely feedback. It's on every Friday, just as a little plug, but it's a relationship podcast. It's all about how to get your shit together in relationships, not kill each other and have a nice time. Put that on a t-shirt. So one of the things that Rich and I struggle with is our disagreement with when is the appropriate time to get to the airport. And actually, maybe this is something we can ask you because I know we're going to be talking about this in an upcoming episode. Rich is fired up after a couple of trips we've had this year about my somewhat casual attitude to getting to the airport before they call our names. So I wanted to tell you about Happily Ever Borrowed. Uh, we rent luxury bridal accessories to brides for up to 90% off the retail price. So that's everything from veils to jewelry, to headpieces to cover-ups, everything except the dress, really. And it started because I actually studied fashion design in college, and I was designing bridal gowns with one of my best friends. And famous bridal guru, Haley Page. Um, we went to Cornell University together. And I have three older sisters. And when I was helping to plan their weddings, they, of course, first asked me to design their gowns, which I said, absolutely not. That's way too much pressure. Um, but when we started to shop, I realized how expensive the gowns were. And you know, on top of that, they wanted a veil or a sash or jewelry or a headpiece. And some of these things were costing up to an extra thousand dollars alone. Um, so fast forward to 2011 and I had been working in the luxury fashion industry for a couple of years and I decided to launch Happily Ever Borrowed so that brides could borrow their accessories for less. The best part about our business is hearing the brides were able to find their dream look for less. So I like you, Alicia, still work full-time for a major luxury fashion brand. And I understand quality and why things cost what they do. Um, but I think for me, it's it's always easier to swallow kind of spending a lot of money on something that will get your cost per wear down, um, like a fancy handbag or shoes. Um, but when it's a veil that you are sometimes only wearing for the ceremony for 20 minutes of your life, it seems a little ridiculous to spend upwards of $1,000 on that. I want to interrupt Brittany and just 
really reiterate what she's just said because I think she's said it in a very clear and concise way. But the cost per wear idea is really where I was coming from when I was talking about the wedding dress earlier on. And to say, how much is this item of value to you if you're only going to wear it for a short period of time? And perhaps, like we were just saying before, that maybe you do want to spend a couple of grand on your dress, but if you have a veil or a piece of jewellery or a belt or some shoes that you go... I will realistically never wear a DeMonte belt ever again, but I really want it for my wedding day. Then I feel like this is a very good solution. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Brittany. I know you've got more things to say, but I think I just wanted to really reiterate and bring it home that there are certain items I know that I've purchased before that they just sit in a, they sit in a, like here's here's an example, the Melbourne Cup in Australia. The race, the race, the horse race, which is ridiculous because everyone gets a day off work to watch a horse race. But I used to go and report from this horse race and sometimes I would be able to borrow a hat or a fascinator, as you would call it. But if we would then be invited to other events after the day, I'd have to give back my borrowed stuff and then I would have to buy something. And I always thought, you know, you want to look crazy and sassy because in the media you'd want to get your photo taken or get into one of the tents or whatever, so you'd have to turn up looking good. But I was like, what the fuck do I do with this hat the rest of the year? I don't really live a life where I wear a lot of hats. So in this situation, to borrow some piece of headgear, pretty good idea. Carry on. So why borrow? Um, I think the biggest benefit to borrowing your wedding accessories is, of course, the cost savings. So I like to think of it in a bit of a bigger picture way. Um, If you save $1,000 by renting your veil instead of purchasing it, think about how many extra guests that means you can actually invite to your wedding. Like three or four extra people can come um, because you didn't buy your veil and you rented it. Or think about, you know, it could be the extra tier on your wedding cake or an extra horn player in your band. You know, there's so many different ways that $1,000 can go far and be better spent than on a piece that you'll probably never wear again. Um, And we've even had celebrities borrow from us or, you know, lots of platinum brides. And no matter how lavish the wedding is, a lot of the time, the bride just doesn't value the ownership of the item. So it just makes more sense to really rent. But on another note, our mantra comes from the Brits, and we always say, keep calm and borrow on. So I think it doesn't get more bride chilla than that. <laughs> as far as our prize we're giving away, we're giving away a $100 gift card to Happily Ever Borrowed. And that $100 goes a long way, actually. So you can use it on a send before you spend box, which is where we allow you to try up to three pieces for just $50 for your hair trial, your dress fitting. And when you return those pieces to us, you get $25 towards your wedding day rental. So really, that's like $125 towards your accessories for your wedding. Um, And it could get you a whole bunch of accessories, your veil, a headpiece, maybe some earrings. Um, And yeah, that's that's our prize. We love um, hearing from brides and we really love uh, giveaways like this because we think, you know, even though we're we're giving away kind of discounts all the time um, by renting, you know, everyone loves a little free swag. So whoever wins this prize is going to be super lucky. So good luck to everyone. 
And it was so great chatting. Um, I love listening to the Bride Chilla podcast. I think what you're doing is amazing, Alicia. And I give you all the credit in the world for juggling everything. And I know how hard it can be because I do it too. <laughs> um, so if you ever need someone to, you know, vent to and remind ourselves to zen out and Bride Chilla back, um, just give me a call. <laughs> Happy to chat and talk it out with you. So thanks so much. Talk to you soon. It's nice to hear that Brittany is in the same situation as me. And I'm sure many of you who have an extracurricular activity that they do on top of their job, and sometimes you feel like you're just spinning plates like a lunatic. So it's nice to connect with someone that has the same vibes. But I think actually wedding planning can feel like that. Sometimes you're at work going, why am I at work? I should be planning the wedding. You sound like Darth Vader, Alicia. It can be really overwhelming. Brittany, thank you. And thank you for being a part of this wonderful giveaway. I love what you do. I really love it. If you would like to check out some of Brittany's wares, it is very simple. All you need to do is to go to happilyeverborrowed.com. And she does run amazing discounts. And some of these items are stunning. And I love the idea that you can try before you buy and figure out what you want to wear and we go to the hair trial as well. That's a really good idea. Always take your accessories to hair and makeup trials. So many times people don't and then on their wedding day, the hairdresser is faffing around with a stupid clip or something that won't fit in the hair and they panic or it doesn't look right. So that is a number one tip and I'm very happy that she said it. Always take your stuff same with like take your underwear that you're going to wear under your wedding dress. Make sure you've got all of that because if it doesn't fit, if something look, looks orcs and you've got to st- dick around with making it work on the day, that's a waste of time and not very fun. Going to head to a very quick break, but I want to remind you of the website address that you need to visit to enter this amazing prize draw. Have I given it to you already? If not, it is thebridechiller.com slash rental. All you need to do is put your name and your email in the little special box, hit the send button, and you'll be entered into the draw. Woohoo! Hi, Alicia. It's Annie, and I'm calling you from California. I've emailed you a few times now, but this is my first time leaving you a voicemail. Sorry it took so long, and I've just been bombarding you with these lengthy emails but it's just taken some time to muster up the courage to leave you a message and a little bit of alcohol. Two reasons why I wanted to message you today. First off, I wanted to say thank you for replying so kindly to my last few emails. I had that mini meltdown, and it was so nice to be able to write to you, knowing that you'd understand, you wouldn't judge me for it, calm me down, and just stop me from making mountains out of molehills. This is the Annie who has sponsored this episode, the 200th episode of the Bride Chiller podcast, and I'm delighted to hear from her. And she is very on trend and on topic because she has a bit of a, a, a story about borrowing and secondhand and pre-loved wedding dresses. Here we go. The second thing I wanted to mention today was regarding a Freddy Quickie episode a few weeks ago. One of your listeners, Catherine, was debating if she should purchase a pre-loved wedding dress. So I actually bought a pre-loved wedding dress on Tradesy, and it was the smoothest transaction ever. The specific dress I was looking for was about $1,100 retail price. The girl I bought it from, Olivia, sold it for $650 
Plus, I had $75 off coupon. What a steal. To top it off, Olivia and I have very similar measurements, so the dress fit like a glove, meaning no extra cost for alterations. Uh, what I would suggest is to have an honest conversation with the person selling the dress. Olivia was very accommodating and very friendly to talk with. She sent me professional and amateur pictures. She even sent me information on where she purchased the dress so that I could see that it was authentic. Of course, most of these sites have a good return policy if the dress truly isn't what is advertised. But if you get a good vibe from the seller that you're talking to, I think you should just trust your instincts. Honestly, if I didn't have you encouraging me that buying a pre-owned dress is a good idea, I don't know if I would have done it or even if I would have thought of it. So thank you, Alicia. Marvelous advice from Bride Chiller Annie, and I'm so happy, Annie, that you found the dress and that you took my advice to look for a uh, pre-loved wedding dress. There are so many wonderful sites that you can visit to go and find a pre-loved wedding dress. I won't list them all because we'll be here all day, but I'd love to hear your feedback. I know that uh, Annie had success with Tradesy. I know there is Still White, which is a which is a company I've heard lots of wonderful feedback about. Um, Wedding Bee, the boards there are also marvelous. I will say, if you have a specific dress in mind, some of the search engine capacities of some of these capacities, capabilities is what I was trying to say, of some of these sites are very sophisticated. So if you have an item number or a style, you might find another bride who has exactly the same dress going, I don't want it anymore. Let's ditch it. Why would you not look for that? I don't know why. And often, like Annie said, it's very important for you to communicate and be very clear about what your expectations are of the dress. And often you should uh, be communicating about, has it been dry cleaned? Will you be dry cleaning it? What are the measurements? How have you had it altered? There are questions you should ask before you purchase, but I do think it's a marvelous idea. Why am I whispering? I wanted to also talk about Menguin.com. They are a former partner of the Bride Chiller podcast. I love them to bits. They're amazing. Did an episode a couple of weeks ago in Groom Chiller Week all about how to find the correct size, style, and uh, vibes in a suit for a Groom Chiller. Your Groom Chiller, the Groom Chiller, Groom Chillers, if there are two of them. I think it's really important that we focus on the male look a little bit more. So often we are talking all about wedding dresses, but the suit is a last-minute thing. Menguin.com have very generously put $100 down, a tuxedo rental. That is a substantial amount if you look at their prices. And you can use that for your groom chillers. Maybe you've got a best man that needs a suit. It's a very uh, good option, and I would say to definitely visit menguin.com to explore their range and get all excited about potentially winning a suit hire. I also want to add as a caveat, vow to be chic, vow to be chic, I don't know why I'm saying in a terrible French accent, is also another prize giver in this wonderful competition. And it is great to see so many bride chillers writing to me and saying that they are going to be renting their made chiller dresses. Because let's be honest, so many made chillers are like, I don't want to wear that dress or I'll never wear that dress again. Or they uh, have very different sizing, different colors and tastes. And the idea of renting something makes everyone's life easier 
And also the fact that you don't have to be then wearing the dress later on or pretending to you're going to wear it. It's not going to happen probably. It's a really nice solution. So they are giving away two bridesmaids and one little white dress rental, which is very generous and lovely. What I love about their website is that you can, they have literally thousands of dresses. I mean, literally. I'm not even joking you. And you then when you order it, you can receive two sizes of the dress two weeks prior to the day. That is like a guaranteed fit. So if you are worried about the size and the ease of return and all that sort of stuff, you don't have to worry about it. It's all ready to go. They dry clean everything. They organize prepaid packaging for you to return it. It is so simple. Your grandmother could do it. Of course she can do it. She's a capable woman. I also nearly forgot to add, I had a lovely message from Bride Chiller and I think... Gosh, I think her name was Sarah. I'm whispering again. It's getting weird. Uh, she had suggested, this is a little while ago, that if you're having a snazzy bachelorette party and you're dressing up, then perhaps you could rent your bridesmaids, your maid chiller dresses for those events or rent a couple of different dresses, get a deal and try them on, dress up, look good, send them back and... You've had the experience, you know what you're expecting, and you can also try things for size. I think it's a great suggestion. The last, last thing I want to share with you, and I was contacted by this company and I was like, oh my gosh, besides the fact they are awesome chicks who have a very fun idea for an app. Uh, (laughs) I don't know if you're like me. You probably are because everyone has been single in their lives. I don't know if you've been to a wedding as a single person. It can be interesting. I was actually saying, we do mention this in Significant Other next week, this idea that when you are single, and sometimes if you're single for a bit longer than you were thinking you were going to be single for, you can get a bit despo, a bit desperate. And I really got to that stage, and I don't know what it was. I wasn't, was I unhappy? Who knows? But I had just was not meeting Guys that floated my boat. And when I went through this period of being invited to quite a few weddings as a single person, and it was one of those things to go, is there, are there going to be guys there? Isn't that terrible to think about going, yeah, I'm not thinking about my friend getting married. I'm thinking about if I could hook up with someone or if there's a potential beau for me at this wedding. So when I was contacted by a lovely group of very intelligent women who had this very same problem, who have now taken it to the next level and created a dating app around this conundrum, I was like, bloody hell, this is amazing. They are also a part of the giveaway. They're giving you the opportunity to trial the app, as you will hear in their message, at your wedding and give some feedback. And also they're giving away a very classy bottle of Chardonnay. Delicious. Singles Table is a private dating app set up by couples getting married for their single guests. The idea came up at my bachelorette party. I'm Lauren Golick, one of the co-founders, and my two co-founders, or future co-founders, at the time best friends, were with me at my bachelorette party. Lauren B. and I were single, are single, and began asking the age-old question, what single guys would be at this wedding? As the bride-to-be went down her mental list of names and stats and descriptions, the three of us got overwhelmed and realized that a tool was needed for such an inquiry. In our modern world, an app. When I was planning my wedding, one of the most stressful parts was building out the guest list and deciding who to invite and who to give a plus one to and try to keep my numbers down. 
To avoid that tricky and annoying conversation, we suggest setting up singles table for your guests so you don't have to worry about this whole topic. Also, drink one glass of wine per night while planning. How cool is that? I just immediately went, yes, yes, yes. It's like Tinder for your wedding, but not weird and not gross. I love singles table. I think it's a very clever idea. I can't wait to hear how the winner of this prize uses that subscription. And if you are thinking of installing it, do it. Check it out. For more information, just go to thebridechiller.com slash rentals where you will find links to all of the supplies and information that I have shared today on the 200th episode of the Bridechiller podcast. This is why I don't sing or compose music because all my songs sound exactly the same. Oh, I love this episode. I love sharing these sort of tips with you and I love giving you free shit, free stuff free, amazing things, and also supporting uh, smaller businesses, new vendors in this wedding world, because it's a tough industry. I don't want anyone to think that being a wedding vendor is easy, especially when you're launching a brand new idea where you are challenging some of the conventions of the wedding industry, because I'm going to be honest with you, the wedding industry is quite a closed, closed business. There are a lot of old school companies that aren't extremely welcoming to new ideas, such as my podcast. I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of the print magazines don't give a shit about what I do, and that's fine. I'm doing my thing. They're doing their thing. But I know with vendors as well, new dress designers, uh, companies that are trying to bend the rules a little bit, like all of my wonderful contributors today, it can be really tough. So... If you come across a company, and what I love about you guys, you're all writing to me saying that everyone's giving Thumbtack a go, the lovely company who are, they're probably quite big now, that I probably don't need as much help, but they are a company where you can find people to help you, professionals to help you plan your wedding, and uh, gosh, so many other things. Find a cleaner, find a graphic designer, find someone to restump your house. These are all options here. But it's really good that you write to me and you share this stuff because I this podcast evolves because of your contributions. I've got to 200 episodes because of you writing to me, leaving me voice messages, tweeting, Instagramming, Facebooking me, telling your friends and really supporting me, not only financially by sending donations and also buying t-shirts and totes and supporting my sponsors which might I add is very, I'm very grateful that if you click on a link or you go, oh, that's an interesting product. I think I'll check it out. That actually helps me and helps the sponsors realize that this is a very powerful medium. I share with you things that I believe in and uh, it's it's really important to support them. So I thank all the people over the last 200 episodes that have clicked a link or have gone to a website or have shared how much they enjoy this show because it wouldn't be a show without you there. That's my little uh, bit of fluff for you. It's not fluff. Don't, don't put down something, Alicia. You've been trying to be very genuine and you just backtracked. Jesus, I have taken enough of your time today. Thank you so much for listening. TheBrideChiller.com slash rental is where you can enter the competition and get involved. I hope the person that wins 
Of course, I was going to say, I hope they're a worthy winner. Of course, they're a worthy winner. They're a bride chiller or a groom chiller. They listen to this show. You are all worthy winners, and I wish I could give you all this amazing prize pack. If you want to get in touch and talk to me about a bride chiller one-on-one, remember, all you need to do is visit thebridechiller.com slash one-on-one. Gee, I look forward to catching up with you in person. Tell me what you think about this, this idea. This came from a friend saying to me, Alicia, why don't you sell your time? Why don't you sit down with people and have some one-on-one sessions? You've gone through enough. You've got enough experience. You've written a book. You've done all this stuff. You've talked for 200 episodes. Share the wealth. Share the, share the enjoyment. So I'm giving it a go. It's very easy to book it in. You hit a button. It takes you to a calendar. You pay some monies and then it's done book it in. I'll Skype you. We'll chat. And I will record the session and come up with a strategy afterwards. It's very well organized if I do say so myself. Okie dokie. I hope you're having a wonderful week. Thank you again for your support. Good luck entering the competition. And until Thursday's episode of the Bride Chiller podcast, the Q&A 2000, that's not 2001. It's 201. We're not there yet, sweetheart. Happy days.